what is going on welcome back to the wellness biz secrets podcast where we talk about real wellness clinic and med spa owners who are in the trenches and discover more about their business their highs their lows and everything in between today we have kirsten with lux tan and cryo welcome to the show kirsten let's go ahead and start by telling the listeners where you guys are located and what services you provide yeah thank you for having me so i have three locations that are open right now and I'm working on my fourth location. I'm in the Portland, Oregon area. So I have Lake Oswego, Westland, Oregon City, and I am working on my fourth location in Beaverton. Amazing. Amazing. That's um, four locations. She's actually in her uh, location that she's about to um, be launching. When are you, when are you guys launching that location? I'm hoping June 1st. We're getting the floors in today and we have the front counter we're working on. I have a bunch of equipment coming in on Monday next week. So it's all coming together. Nice. And what, uh, what all will y'all provide in us in the spaces? I'll be providing tanning, spray tanning, red light therapy, cryotherapy, and then an array of spa services. So we specialize in facials and then also body slimming and contouring. Awesome. That is good. Okay, cool. So um, take us back to the beginning. When did you open and what was like that main driving force behind you opening? Why did you start this? Kind of what are you interested in this? Um, kind of, yeah, give us a little idea of your story. Yeah. All through college, I used to work at tanning salons and I just fell in love with the industry of, you know, seeing the same clients in all the time, having my regulars. And then I kind of got obsessed with selling. Um, I would sell big packages. I would sell product and I just became really good at that job in that industry of selling memberships and packages. One of the salons that I used to work for, it came up for sale. And so after I graduated college, I actually purchased that location and I changed the name. I changed the concept. I made it a little bit, you know, look a little bit more Lux. So my company's name is Lux Tan and Cryo. So I like to be a little bit luxurious with the ambiance and also all the services that I have. Wow. That's amazing. And if you can sell, you can sell anything, which is, which is great. If you love sales, that is a huge plus. I know a lot of people in this industry, like talking to other business owners, they get nervous with selling and that is like Uh something they have to overcome. So being able to kind of go right into that is I'm sure makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, I always say everything that I offer at my business is something that I'm, I love personally and I believe yeah. in. So I feel like I'm more, you know, giving people knowledge about the services and then that helps the sale. Yeah. Conviction sales. Like if you, if you really believe in what you're doing, then it's easy to sell because you're just going to, you're raving about it. Right. Like you're like, I know exactly. this will help you. So please like, just, li- just listen to me. Okay. This is going to be exactly. great. Awesome. So how many uh, clients are you guys serving right now? I mean, as far as day-to-day clients, we're seeing anywhere from 50 and up per location per day. Wow. Um, we do a lot of memberships. So we're, we have about 500, almost 500 active memberships right now. We also sell a lot of sessions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're pretty yeah. busy. Cool. So let's like kind of dive into the packages and memberships. Like what do those look like for you guys? Cause you offer uh, a lot of times when I'm talking to cry owners, like they don't have the tanning side of things, um, mm-hmm. which is a very like, I guess, older industry in that they've been to memberships for a long time. So how do you kind of combine the new stuff with the cryotherapy, with the, the tanning? How are you packaging those things and creating memberships? 
Yeah. So when I added cryo to the company, it was a few years ago. I believe it was about 2018, 2019. Started with a whole body cryo and it, it was pretty seamless getting people to sign up on memberships for cryo because there were already so many clients coming in for tanning. And yeah. usually people that are doing tanning, you know, they at least care about how they're feeling and how they're looking. So it was a good clientele to add that to. And then just getting into red light therapy as well. That's a great additive to our services. So people do the memberships with that too. And um, really just showing people the numbers. You know, if you're going to be coming in this many times per week, it's way better to do the membership versus buying sessions. Yeah. Yeah. And with the memberships, can you kind of break down those memberships for us as far as like how many memberships are you offering? What are you charging for those memberships? So I always say with business, it's trial and error and you yeah. learn as you go. You really do learn as you go. So we've had to add a few different memberships that clients were pretty much telling us that we needed to add without telling us that. For instance, we have a all access membership, which is tanning, red light, and cryo. So we have that nice. membership. Um, so it's just kind of a bundle of everything. Use it as you please. You can do a max of two sessions per day. So you could red light and cryo. You could do a cryo, then hop in the spray tan machine. So it's been a really good membership to add. And then I do um, unlimited cryo for $199, for instance. For instance, that's just cryotherapy. And then I have just red light. And then I have a few different levels of tanning memberships. Nice. And which all is, what would you say is like the most popular membership to you guys? So, I mean, the unlimited cryo is really popular. That okay. is definitely a really great membership to offer. And um, a lot of people like that. And they usually use it about three times a week, I've noticed. Yeah. Of yeah. course, I have people that come in every day for cryo, you know. Yeah. But um, overall, most pe most people use it about three Every times a week. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And uh, how many staff do you have at each location? And what roles are you using inside of those? Yeah. So right now I have 10 staff between my three locations that are open and running. Um, and it's kind of nice because all of my locations are about five miles, five to six miles apart from each other. So I do have a my all my staff kind of work at all the locations. Nice. That's cool. I still work behind the counter. I was just at my other location close yeah. by. So yeah, I like working behind the counter at least three days a week, sometimes four. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the business and just being involved in the day to day. And of course I love my customers and I love to sell. So there's me. And then I also have a district manager. So she does a lot of the daily operations between all the locations. So she's making sure that the stores are open, the stores are being closed right. She's checking in, motivating with sales and everything like that. And then I have two assistant managers and then a few part-time. Nice. And one of the common themes that I've been hearing a lot lately is like hiring good people. Um, kind of what has that process looked like for you? Where have you found good people? Um, and are you? do you feel like you're always having to rehire? Or have you had the same people kind of running with you for a while? Yeah, I definitely do have a good core group of people that have been with me for a long time. For instance, my district manager has been with me for over five years. One of my assistant managers, she's just hit her four-year mark. So I do have a really good core group of people, which is really nice because I can trust them. They're loyal. 
and there's just this, you know, really nice, um, I don't know what to say, but it's just comfort of just having those people that have been with you for a long time with the ups and downs of business and COVID and everything. So that's really nice to have that. And then um, I hire a lot of people from Indeed. Nice. And then I love it when people just drop off a resume. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Indeed, how has Indeed, like, is it just a volume game for you? Like, just keep, like, going through? Because that's what a lot of times, I mean, people get, like, 40, 50, 60 resumes. Yeah. Um, So how do you kind of sift through that to find? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely just looking at their experience, you know, making sure that they've had long-term jobs, especially with a focus in customer service and sales. Because I feel like with customer service, that is such a key part of my business. I want people to be greeted well. I want them to be taken care of. Obviously, I can't be there every day at all the locations. So I'm trusting my staff to, you know, maintain my brand, which is good customer service and integrity. Mm -hmm. So that's really important for me. And then I feel like with sales, that comes with like someone that's at least chatty, upbeat, outgoing. Maybe they don't have sales experience, but we can train them on that. Yeah. With sales side of things, do you uh, have like very specific sales people that are like dedicated to selling memberships, selling uh, packages, or does everyone on staff kind of have to have that in their arsenal and be able to sell if they need to? Oh yeah, definitely. Because we could get a new client that walks through the door at any time. So if you're working, you definitely need to know how to sell a client, how to close a sale, how to hopefully upsell a client. Because the client could be coming in for one thing. And then the first thing that we do is we greet them, we introduce ourselves, and then we give them a tour. And so we let them know all of our services that we offer. And then throughout that tour, we're always asking them questions. You know, what'd you come in for? Let me show you around. I highly recommend this service, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And with the sales process, do you, um, does do you do consultations? Do you do like the walk-ins? Like how does that typically work? If somebody wanted to, like, if I was looking, I saw you on a website and I gave you a call, kind of what would you prompt me to do? uh, Yeah. So I would definitely make you an appointment. So you would be on our schedule. I would ask you, you know, what are you doing cryo for or whatever you call this about? Yeah. And then I would definitely, um, you know, ask you those questions. I would let you know a few of the services that we would recommend for you. And then when you did come in for your treatment, we would give you a tour. We would show you everything that we offer. And then we would make our recommendations for you based upon those answers that you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like one of the difficult things in this industry is that there's a lot of times that people have multiple different services. And so it's be able to like go through that sales process and hone in on like, okay, Trevor needs this specific thing. And so I'm going to kind of diagnose this to him because there's so much on the board that that can get a little bit confusing. And so it's really important to be able to kind of nail down, like if my lower back hurts, give me with the things that are going to serve me best from that. And so right. for you, is it is it really a training aspect as far as like helping your staff kind of understand like, hey, this is... Do you ever do like scenarios like that? Like, okay, the, his back was hurting or this was hurting. Right. Or came in for this to kind of give role play what that would look like um, in real life. Yeah, definitely. We like to do meetings and we do role play. Honestly, it's so different because every customer is different. So you can never really, you know, foresee what's going to happen every day. But yeah. you want to make sure that your staff is trained and ready for anyone that can walk through the door and you're dealing with people that actually need some good therapy. So we're here to hopefully make people feel better 
And then we also have the aesthetics part of it. So we're hoping to make you feel and look better. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely, a, it's great to do a consultation, especially with clients that are looking for the body slimming and the body contouring, yeah. just to really give them that one-on-one attention. So sometimes people will be like, well, I want, you know, T-Shock everywhere. I want the full on experience. So then we always say, okay, well, what is your, what is the thing that you, that bothers you the most? Let's work on that first. And then let's yeah. also add in, you know, a hydrofacial to make your skin look glowing, or let's add whole body cryo to at least make your full body feel great, burn some calories, tighten the skin as we go. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause yeah, I would definitely heard that as like T-Shock, like it's not, it's not a magic pill, but people, people definitely think it is, but being able to kind of start yeah. there, show the results and then slowly progress into the other things, um, is really exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you're obviously doing really well. You you're starting your fourth location. Uh, what has been y'all's like special sauce as far as uh, getting new clients, acquiring clients? Is do you run Facebook ads? Do you run Google ads? Do you like what? What is it for you guys? What's what's it? Yeah, I do that. I do Google ads. I do some social media ads. That definitely gets people through the door. But one thing I like to specialize in is actually throwing quarterly events. And during those events, I focus on about one or two treatments. So for instance, a couple months ago, we did a T-Shock event and I ran express T-Shock treatments for a really low price. And we just, you know, had flyers go everywhere, word of mouth, those ads that I did on social media, I was promoting the actual event. We did an email blast about the event and it just gets so many people. It gets a big buzz. It gets my staff excited gets my customers excited and then it brings new people through the door as well. Yeah. And I'm sure like your customers are like, that's a perfect time to bring their friends to check you guys out yeah. because it's, it's fun. It's an event. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, and that's so we'll really have, fun. you know, we'll have whatever. I usually do like protein bars out at the front counter. Sometimes I do a balloon arch and just really blow up the event, get people excited. I run really good sales that day. So you can do your T-Shock Express treatment, feel it, get educated about the actual service. And then we bring you up to the front counter. We tell you what deals we have going on. And it's been very successful. That's really cool. So would you say that like a lot of your clients do come from those events and being able to sell them whenever they're coming to those? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get a lot of new clients from that event for sure. Yeah. From those fun. events. I like to do them about every quarter. Nice. It's fun because I feel like it also is like community, right? Like just kind of being involved mm -hmm. in the community, doing an event that's fun for people to go uh, and hang out. And I think something, so I, four years, of, like I owned a gym for four years. And one of the things that I always did was, is try to like be community centric because mm -hmm. I think something that's undersold is being like seeing people like you in the same place that you're interested in going. So if you, if like for me, I was working with like a uh, like 30 to 45 year old woman that were um, looking to get back in shape. They were looking to lose weight. And so when I would do events and the other like women would come, they got invited. They're like, oh, there's people like me. Like they're not super fit people or like whatever the case mm -hmm. is. And like, okay, that I belong here. And it's the same thing when they go to those events and they're bringing their friends. It's like, they start feeling like, oh, like I, I could really see myself coming to this place and um, like, getting the benefits from it. And it just makes it easier to convert those people into to clients. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, um, what does the future have in store for you guys? Like, what are your, what's your ultimate goal? Do you want to franchise? Do you want to keep just growing location by location? Um, what is that for you? What do you, what do you see where Lux is going? Yeah. I mean, so my short-term goal would be to hopefully get this new place open by June 1st. I think 
that is a great goal for me. That's a lot in the next few weeks, but I'm also a mom of two sweet little kids. Um, So I'm super busy with that too. Um, So that's a big priority for me is still being a very, um, you know, in touch mom with my kids. So I don't want to ever overwhelm myself too much. So four feels great, feels good. So just maintaining my four, you know, making sure that they're still doing really good with sales and revenue, keeping my staff happy and, you know, just maintaining the four, I think is a really good goal. And then I would probably want to open maybe one more in a few years. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. uh, I just had a we just had a kid, me and my wife just had a kid and he's eight months. Aww, I'm like, congrats. Having a kid <laughs> is a whole different game when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> like being able to it really that. is. And, but it's, it's also one of those things that I think it's really important to set boundaries, right? Of like, yes, I really do care about growing my business to be successful in that. But like, I have to set real boundaries, especially as entrepreneurs, because we want to grow like that, that's in us. Like, yeah, like, I know. Like, grow and sell and go and go and go. Um, but like, we have to remember that, Hey, like we have kids that are much more important than any, (laughs) anything that we could. Exactly. I know I'm constantly thinking of the next location or the next site business. And so sometimes I just need to be like, you know what, this is good. This is keeping me busy. It's keeping me occupied. I have a great business and a great, you know, work-life balance. Um, my kids will be in school all day though next year, Monday through Friday. So I'm going to be able to work a lot more. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're about to have you a know, lot more I'm like, okay, that's, that's exciting. But um, yeah, it's definitely really important for me to keep that work-life balance and yeah. it's been good. I love that goal. That's one of my favorite goals I've heard so far. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. For, for you, what is the weak spot in your business? Like if you like, took a 30,000 foot overview of your business and you were looking down on it. Like, what is that one thing that's like, Hey, we, we need to improve as a business in this area. What, what would that be for you guys? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I would say just keeping, you know, I think part-timers that don't take the job as seriously as we do. I think that's probably our biggest, you know, setback sometimes, you know, if they open up late or if they're, you know, not as motivated and, you know, just keeping your part-timers because we need those part-timers to yeah, for sure. work the, that 20 hours a week or do some of the closing shifts and the weekend shifts. Cause I am open seven days a week. So I think that would probably be our biggest hurdle. Um, yeah. but having like such a good core team makes it possible for me to grow and expand. So yeah. Yeah. Cause they can kind of handle a lot of like the, the very intentional hard work. And then the, the part-timers they're filling the the gaps. Um, yeah, the exactly. But they're still important. They're still, you know, necessary for the company to grow and to succeed and maintain. So, but you know, you're always going to have some issues here and there where, whether <laughs> yes. somebody sleeps in or, you know, isn't, on that same energy level that we want them to be at, but it's just, yeah. you know, that's, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. We can just keep hiring and keep training. And that's, that's the best way to do it. I never want to be understaffed. So even yeah. with having about 10, nine to 10 employees with these locations, that's, that's hard too, because you want to give people the hours that they need, you know? So it's yeah. that, that struggle, yeah. but yeah, I think there's like a, one of the, one of the things that I like noticed early when I was, like starting my businesses is that 
it is, there's a lot of pressure behind having people on staff, like paying people and making sure, because you feel, I mean, not only do you feel responsible, but like you are responsible for them, yeah. for like making sure that they're taken care of and that they're getting paid and that they're getting the hours they need. Um, because it's our job as the, the owner to kind of make sure that we are able to provide, if we're going to offer someone a job that we're able to actually provide what we're saying, um, we're going to provide. And that can be super overwhelming, especially at the beginning, um, whenever you're trying right. to figure everything out. Cause you're like, I know I need help, but now I have to pay this help. And so yeah. that's just like, it's, those are kind of a wrench and everything. I know it's like, you want to keep payroll at this good amount and you don't want to, you know, you want to keep your costs low, but you've got to have good staff. You, yeah. It's just like that juggle. But I feel like if you treat people with respect and yeah. you run a company based on integrity, you know, good people will stay and new people will come. Yeah. hundred percent. Awesome. So, um, last question, if you could go back in time, um, to when you're starting your first location, what would you say to yourself? What advice would you give to yourself? Um, now that you can kind of look back on a hindsight 20. <laughs> oh man, that's such a great question. <laughs> I mean, that was 2013 when I opened my first location um, I always say I'm growing old with my business. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's so, actually, you're about to be on uh, your 10 year anniversary. That's really I exciting. know. It's so cool. I mean, I would say get ready for a lot of ups and downs. Um, but just, I would tell myself, keep running your business, how you, you know, a business that you would want to go into. Yeah. Just the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. And yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be full of ups and downs and you're going to learn as you go. And yeah, you yeah, got this. Awesome. Awesome. Cause it's nerve wracking in the beginning. Cause you're, you know, you're yeah. writing down lists of all, all the overhead and okay, how much money do I need to make every single day? And so, yeah. you know, just, yeah, maybe, Hey, chill out a little bit. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Like it's good. It's going to work out. You're not going to yeah. solve everything in one day. Like it takes No, time. exactly. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it, Kirsten. If uh, people wanted to check you out, check your business out, or just kind of had some questions for you, where could they find you? Where could they find your business? Yeah. So you can find my website. It's luxtan.co. So L-U-X-T-A-N.co. You can find me on Instagram. It's k.luxtan. And then you can also find my business Instagram is luxtan and cryo. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time today um, and look forward Thank to seeing you. The, seeing you open up location number four and continuing to grow. Awesome. Thanks, Trevor. Thank you.